0: God, Uh, this is Brother Joseph. Amen. I'm coming at you today. Today is uh, March the 22nd, 2020. It's 9:03 in the morning. Amen. And uh, I want to thank everyone for joining today. And I look forward to bringing the word of the Lord today. Amen. I had a a good weekend with my brothers yesterday. Amen. That was precious, and I want to share that in a minute. Um, Like I said, uh, today is March the 22nd, 2020, and it's 9:04 in the morning. Amen. All right. Hallelujah, Father. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Amen. Father, in Jesus' name, we come before you, Father. I thank you for this opportunity, Lord God, to stand in your presence and minister your words of life. Amen. You said, Lord Jesus, it is the spirit that quickeneth the flesh, profiteth nothing. Amen. The words that we, you speak unto us, they are spared in their life. And I thank you, Lord God, even so, as sons of God, we can come forth with the life of the Spirit, amen. As it is written, Lord God, he taught as one that had authority, amen. And I thank you, Lord God, that there is only authority in the spirit realm, amen. And the reason you could say that, Lord, is they said that about you is because you were coming forth out of your spirit. And even so, glory to God, we can stand here in your presence by faith toward God, amen, and believe and trust you, Father God, in this hour, Lord God, in this dark hour that's upon the nation, glory to God, there's light in Goshen, Amen. There's light amongst the sons of God, the daughters of God, amen, that are bringing forth the life of God, amen. I thank you, Lord God, for those that are partaking of this bread of life today, Father. I thank you for my precious brothers and sisters, oh God, that that, that are all connected, Father God, through that one, through the one Father, the Lord, our God, amen, our Father. And how you taught us to pray, Lord Jesus, our Father, amen. You're the Father of one nation, Glory to God, a kingdom of priests, oh God, that you had envisioned and prophesied. Through the mouth of Moses, amen. And even so, now we live that prophecy, amen. We are king, a kingdom of priests, amen. We are after the order of Melchizedek, serving as kings of righteousness. Thank you, Father, for this opportunity and for this time, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Lord to God. Well, uh, amen. I'm just uh wondering why the frame rates aren't picking up over here on the OBS, but that's okay. I'm gonna still record, amen. And uh, hallelujah. Let me just, uh, yep, everything's going good on this side, amen. Let's try, hallelujah. Praise God in Jesus' name, I thank you, Father, for your faithfulness, amen. Well, I wanted to share uh, a little bit about yesterday. Yesterday I went to, um, to Show. amen, to visit with my brothers and to record a video, <coughs> and uh, and I got there about nine, a little after nine, and uh, they were in there in prayer, and that was precious to be involved with the brothers in prayer, Amen. And uh, so again, it was it was really sweet because um, we were, um, you know, I, I'm going to bring up a scripture in a minute, but the point is is that it was really nice to come into that, and uh, it was just such a blessing. It ministered to me so much. But as a result, you know, we uh, came down there to, to get involved with uh, the brothers and uh, and get a video. And the video primarily was to deal with racism in the body of Christ, right? And how that we're, we're struggling in the body of Christ to make an understanding of where we end and where Christ begins, amen. And the point of that is that, <clears throat> um, and the point is, is that, uh, like I said, you know, the body of Christ, the scripture says that we're new creatures in Christ, right? All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Well, the problem is, is in the body of Christ, if you don't reckon yourself uh, and if you don't obey the word of God, in other words, believe the word of God as well. And uh, as, as again, we discussed yesterday about hearing under, amen, hearing, being obedient and hearing under the word, coming under the lordship of that word right? in our lives and being obedient to that. Well, so that was brought up yesterday and we talked about that we're new creatures in Christ and mean old things have passed away behold old things have become new and and that's what we need to be adhering to the word not our, the color of our skin so in that video there was four brothers there myself brother, uh, brother Bruce brother Jeff and brother Jamie and like I said I'm a Hispanic guy brother Jeff brother Bruce they're black and then brother Jamie's white and the point is is that you know, none of that has anything to do with with the kingdom of God, right? It's only your relationship to the Father, Amen. Out of your spirit, man, and that's the thing that we bear witness to as sons of God. Not all this other stuff on the outside. Not how what kind of clothes you wear. Not how you know what kind of jewelry you have. Not not how, well, how big your ministry is, or what, you know how how blessed you are as far as material things, right? We don't focus on that as sons of God, right? We focus on the spirit, man, Amen. And that's where the life of God is. As Jesus said, it is a spirit that quickeneth the flesh profiteth nothing. The words, the rainbows that you speak unto us, they are spirit in their life, amen. And and that's a truism, amen. That that these words need to come forth out of your spirit. And like I said, we were talking about racism in the church, amen. And that the the body of Christ is uh so far removed from the word of God at this hour. And it's interesting because. If you don't have the word, abide in your heart. And again, abide means to to remain, to stay. And uh, let's see what else it says here. Hold on. Let me get to that scripture, amen. You know, you never know where the Holy Ghost is going to take things, amen. You just stay obedient to your spirit and glory to God. He He brings forth that word of life, amen, and, uh, and, and ministers, you know, to us out of our spirit, man. Let me see if I can find this. Well, let's see here. Well, let me put like, so Jesus said that uh, that uh, continue in my word right continue in my word then are you my disciples indeed well the word continue is the word meno in the Greek "meno" means to to remain to stay to remain to uh, to stay uh, confident towards in other words the Word of God and so Jesus told him that you don't have my word abiding in you so therefore you know uh, you can't, um, you're not my disciples, right? If you continue in my word, if you continue in my word, Jesus said, then are you my disciples. So in other words, if you're not continuing in the word, if you're not staying, remaining, abiding, amen, in that state of expectancy in the word, then you can't be a disciple of Jesus Christ, is what he said. And in that is that, you know, um, that place of continuing, right, is that means that you're staying with the Lord Jesus Christ. You're staying with the Word, Amen. You're not, you're not taking your eyes off Jesus Christ, Amen. Which is the precious. Which we're going to get into that in a little bit. But <clears throat> so I, I was looking at a scripture this morning, right? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a well-known scripture, you know, <clears throat> in Psalm one thirty-three, right? And like I said, yesterday I went to visit my brothers in Marshall, and we were uh, I went up there primarily to record a video about racism, right, and talking about the different, some of the different facets that we see this, right, racism in the body of Christ, right? And it has no place in the kingdom of God, by the way, because Jesus Christ is not going to look at this. He's not going to look at your tags, right? He's not going to look at uh, how big your ministry is. He's not going to look at, you know, how rich you are in, in, in material blessings, right? And he's not going to do any of that. And so in 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 lieu of that, um, he's only going to be focused on one thing, is that you have faith toward God, amen? Faith toward God is what pleases God. And without faith, it's impossible to please him, right? So in, in Psalm 133, it says, verse 1, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for the brethren to dwell together in unity, right? Well, the dwelling together in unity is a is a very important uh, principle, right, in the kingdom of God, because Jesus said, you know, if you love one another, then are you my disciples indeed. So, again, the discipleship of, of the word of God is, is critical in, in loving one another. It proves that you're a disciple if you love one another. In other words, you're not looking at the skin color, right? You're looking at the precious that's inside one one another, amen, after the spirit, all right? Now, <clears throat> So it says, blessed is, behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell to well together in unity. Well, yesterday when I went to see my brothers, it was precious because we were all united in in, in in the cause, right? Which at this point was, like I said, we're going to discuss racism. And then it was just so precious to be there because everybody was like-minded. In other words, the mind of Christ, amen? We have the mind of Christ, the scripture says. And so we were able to be unified in in the cause of Christ, amen? Not focused on our own ministry, not focused on ourselves and our skin color that we have, not focus on being offended in the world and just, again, loving one another, serving one another, and being a part of one another's lives in Christ. Amen. So, again, uh, I went down there, we recorded this video, amen, and, and I'll be publishing that maybe today sometime if I get it processed. But uh, it was it was just such a sweet time and, and again, there's many things that, that need to be discussed about what's going on in the body of Christ and there's so so, so many voices, right? And and Jesus taught us, you know, take in what you hear, right? You need to be understanding the voice of the Spirit. You need to be understanding the voice of the kingdom of God, the Father. Amen? And the many voices that are out there that are telling us a lot of things at this hour, you know, some of them are practical and good information, but a lot of it is just foolishness and it's a waste of time. And you need to make a distinction in that, in that don't allow yourselves Uh, to get trapped into these voices that are not bringing you life, amen. You have to consider the source, right? A man's confession is the result of his thinking, his belief. A man's belief is the result of his thinking. A man's thinking is the result of his source, and there's only two sources, God or the devil, amen. So where is the source of your information coming from, amen? And it needs to be coming from the Father, amen, out of our spirit, man, the Holy Ghost, amen, breathing on that word, and another thing Jesus said, that again, if you continue in my word, so if the word is not in your life and the spirit of God needs to breathe on something to bring life to it, to bring inspiration and quicken you in some direction, amen, because the path of the just is as a shining light that shines more and more into the perfect day, right? So in, the, in that space of, of the light and that direction that he's bringing us, if we are not uh, continuing in the word then the Holy Ghost can't move on the word, and that's what he does, he breathes on that word and becomes rhema, Right? But if the word is not in your heart, sown in that field, glory to God, that good ground, amen. If the word is not there sown, then there's nothing that the the Holy Spirit can breathe on. And right now in this hour, a lot of uh, of falsehood is being exposed, amen. A lot of, uh, you know, where people are really at in their relationship to the Father, amen, and the word, amen. And, uh, And again, uh, it's, it's such a sad time right now because if you don't know Jesus Christ, you're going to be struggling this hour. And if you don't have the word abiding in you, you see, then, you, you like I said, you're going to be struggling. All right? Now, um, so the word here, together, is the Hebrew word yakad, which means union, unitedness, together, all together. And, uh, and it's interesting because to dwell together and then unity are the same word. So together in unity are the same words. So in other words, he's saying, It is good, behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell unified in unity. Amen. Now that brings me up to uh something that happened in the book of Exodus, chapter one. And the scripture says that uh that the new Pharaoh, right? He didn't know Joseph, amen. And, uh, and therefore, the king of Pharaoh, right, he didn't know Joseph. So he didn't know anything about the history of what Joseph had been through and how he brought deliverance to Egypt. Amen? And, uh, and so in that, Exodus eight, Hallelujah. Let's go to that one real quick. Exodus chapter 1. So we're talking about unity, right? And uh, so the scripture says here, Now there, there arose a new king. Over Egypt, which knew not Joseph, and said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come on, let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply and it come to pass that when there falleth out any war, they join our also unto our enemies and fight against us, and so get them up out of the land. So, in other words, <clears throat> they fight against us and they overtake us, right? So the king of Egypt had the wisdom enough to know that if we need to keep these guys on our side, on our team, right? So again, back to that scripture in Psalm 133, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity, right? Well, unified in the cause of Christ, right? And it's important that we're all speaking the same thing, right? So in other words, we've been trained by the master, the Lord Jesus, and we're and the doctrine and what we teach from the Father, amen? So in other words... In this hour, the enemy knows how important it is to keep everybody disunited, right? And not uh, stand up for the cause of the kingdom of God or from our Father, amen? So he knows that if he can keep us disbanded and all in our little cliques, amen, then therefore he wins. But the beautiful thing about the kingdom of God is that it's not about us meeting in a building together. It's about in the spirit, amen? And this is an eternal realm, Amen. And when we pray, I man, we can bring forth and bind up the devil and all his perversions, right? Unify, Because the scripture says one could put a thousand fly, two could put ten thousand, you see. And in that place of putting ten thousand, well, you multiply that by three, by four, by five, by six that are unified. And yesterday we had four brothers. And then uh, there was a couple of other elders there as well. Brother Jeff was there. Well, Brother Dwayne and Brother, uh, Brother Byron. And it was beautiful because there was a lot of wisdom going out about how to set this streaming up, right? And uh what, what, what things to look for and things that I've gained through experiencing, right? How to go through this and how to push through this. So out of that, uh uh you know, like I said, it wasn't just about going to do the video, it was also there to fellowship Christ, amen. And it was a it was a good time for me to get refreshed, amen, of the Lord. So again, it's important that we come together and, and and we need to forget about all the denominationalism in this hour. We need to forget about Uh, our skin tones and our colors, right? Who we are, whether we're black, Asian, white, Hispanic, you know, uh, Muslim or whatever, uh, from Egypt, from the other side of the country, from England, whatever. See, none of that matters in the kingdom of God, right? So again, uh, one of the things, there was quite a bit that came out yesterday during that video, and it was just really sweet. And and one of the things I started realizing about myself is that, Whenever the kingdom of God comes forth, amen, whenever the word comes forth, it's always going to speak to two sides, amen, right away. Because the scripture says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, which we're going to get into that, and that the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the divine asunder, right? So it slices right down the middle of the soul and spirit. So the thing is, is that this rock of offense, Jesus Christ, right? If you're believing Jesus and the word, then it's precious to you. But if you're in unbelief, Epithia, which means epithio, which means uh, obstinate towards truth, you see, then then that rock is a stumbling stone to you. But so so in other words, on the flip side, so one side is speaking to the carnal man, the other side is speaking to the spirit man, right? So there you go. So there so that's what we're we're talking about here, is that it's important that we understand this about the word of God. So I've noticed in my <clears throat> preaching in the synagogues, if you will, that immediately when the word of God comes forth and, and you're being exposed, amen, because again, the word of God is always going to expose whether you're in the spirit or whether you're in the, in the soul. And as a result of that, if you're in your soul, right, as the scripture says, you know, uh, Jesus is the light of the world, right? So there's only two things that are going to happen. You're going to run to Jesus, which is the precious, or you're going to pull back because your life is full of sin, right? Right? And that's, a, and that's another point that came out, is that Babylon, the Babylonian system is always focused on sins, but in the kingdom of God, we focus on sin. In other words, Jesus is the one that dealt with sin. The scripture says, and I was meditating on this the other day, and it hit me really hard, is that he was made sin for you and me, right? And therefore, it's not about repentance of sins, it's repentance from dead works, which is the first foundational principle found in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. Repentance from dead works. You see, Jesus... He didn't come for the righteous, he came for the sinners. In other words, these people, when they encountered Jesus Christ, they already knew they had sin in their lives, you see. When the name of Jesus comes out, immediately, glory to God, it exposes. And and like I said, if you're precious, then you're going to be united in the Spirit, and therefore you're going to have fellowship. But if you're uh, carnal, then you're going to have a problem with it. And I've noticed that, like I said, in my time of being involved in the different fellowships, synagogues, if you will. That every time the kingdom of God comes out, the word of God comes out, whoosh, sliced right in the middle. And there begins a process of shunning, right? And they don't know that they realize they're rejecting Jesus Christ, right? If they if they receive you, Jesus said, then then, then let your peace be there. But if they don't receive you, then shake the dust off your feet and move on. And that's how it's been is thats is that I've noticed that they, there's a lot of shunning. In other words, it's another facet of racism, right? There, it's a and so you know I'm not a brother that has papers or anything I, I, I haven't been through any institutionalism of any organization any Bible college any of that anything of that sort I just get involved in the Word of God Amen and I and I hear the, the those that are preaching the Word of God and teaching the Word of God and bringing faith Amen towards God and in that <clears throat> I continue on in my relationship to the Father right because if I continue in the Word Jesus said. Then are you my disciples indeed. And that's my desire is to be a disciple after Jesus Christ. Amen. Trained by the master, glory to God. And he has his way of training. Amen. The word of God's got to come through somebody. Right. And once again, there's a distinction whether someone's coming out of their soul, out of pure knowledge, or whether that word is being preached with authority out of your spirit, man. And there again, that's the distinction. And when that word comes forth and it's in that, it's coming forth out of your spirit, man, it immediately makes a distinction. And there, there needs to be a distinction, right? Because again, this rock, to them that believe he's precious, but unto them that disbelieve, that cor- that same rock that they, that they disregarded, right? Put aside is become the head of the corner. That's the very core and the foundation of our lives is Jesus Christ, amen? The scripture says in Hebrews chapter three, verse one. Mm. Praise God. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1, right? Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. The scripture says, consider the apostle, right? Consider the apostle, perceive, remark, observe, understand the apostle and high priest of our profession. See, the apostle, one of the things that apostles do is they bring forth foundational principles, word, man. And in that you can build off of that, and you can take many facets of that understanding. The scripture says, "Paul planted, Paul is watered." Somebody plants the seed, somebody waters the seed, but it's all unto the Father, Amen. It's not unto ourselves, Amen. So I realize that is that when that word goes forth, immediately there's a distinction being made, Amen. And there's a they're not considering the apostle; they don't understand the foundation, of Jesus Christ. So therefore, they can't recognize the rock. So therefore, it's a stumbling stone to them and a rock of offense to them that are carnal. And then the Babylonian system. But if you're in the kingdom of God and you're hearing, as, as Brother Jeff was stating really clearly yesterday, is that there's a remnant out there. And that's the ones that we want. That's the ones that are going, Those are the ones that are going to hear the kingdom of God, right? Because they're after the spirit. And they've had enough of the foolishness of Babylon. And they've realized that they've got to cut themselves off. Many of them don't know where to go. But glory to God, the word of God is being published. Amen. Great is the company of those that publish the word of God. That word of God is being preached, amen, in many facets right now by the sons of God, amen. And so therefore, there's a lot of opportunity to hear that kingdom of God and understand that kingdom of God and move in the spirit, amen, and understand what our Father's trying to do in the earth, amen. And it's not so that I can build my ministry. It's about Jesus Christ, amen. The Holy Ghost only testifies of Jesus Christ, only reveals to the wor- us the words of Jesus Christ, amen. And so therefore, his goal is to is to glorify Christ, hence, our goal is to glorify Jesus Christ, Amen. And in that, he's going to bring us to the Father, Amen. So again, um, Hallelujah. <clears throat> so, um, so that 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 came out yesterday, and then of course I asked the question about obedience, right? And uh, and hearing, hearing through obedience. I don't remember how it's put, but it's going to be in the video. But the point is, is that when you hear the word of God, Jesus said, "Take hear what you take heed what you're hearing." That word "hearing" is the word uh, is it? "Hupotasso." Well, the point is, it means to be to hear under. So, in other words, have you ever instructed your children or someone, and and they say, "Yeah, I got it." Okay, yeah. And then the next thing you know, you check on them five minutes later, or ten minutes later, or whatever, and they completely forgot about what you asked them to do. And that means is that what that's saying is that they weren't hearing under. They didn't come under the lordship of that word and respect the authority. Amen. Respect the Lord Jesus. Respect the word. Respect the father. Respect the mothers. Amen. Respect your teacher. Amen. They didn't come under that word and come under the lordship of it and therefore be obedient to that. Amen. They decided to go off on their own and, and just disregard it. Right? And so there's only two things you can do with authority, right? Represent or substitute. <laughs> I remember I shared that one time in, uh, in one of the synagogues. I was at the fellowships. And uh, when I said it, uh, there was a sister sharing, and she's got a ministry, you know, and, and uh, you know Hispanic ministry and whatnot. And when I said that, I could see her eyes were kind of flickering. Like, what? I mean, it was, it was like somebody put a flashlight in her face, and there was so much light, if you will. It was kind of humorous to me because, again, the kingdom of God, when you come forth out of your spirit, man, glory to God. And that's the only time you can represent the kingdom of God is when you are coming out of your spirit, man. In other words, you're being obedient out of love, amen? Jesus said, again, if you continue my word, you're my disciples, amen? If you love me, you obey my word, amen? And so therefore, again, uh, you know, I've seen that many, many times now, and I didn't understand it at first, and now I realize, you know, Joseph, it's not you, it's the one in you, Jesus, and that's that's the one they're rejecting. Amen. All right, so it's 9:31 here, and uh, looks like the stream is doing a lot better now. Lord, of God, I was concerned a little bit about that because, uh, you know, amen. It was, uh, it was. Uh, I mean, obviously, I want this word and these principles and stuff to come out properly without any hesitation, if you will, as far as the internet connections. But again, I understand what's going on right now is that there's a lot of individuals out there publishing. And once again, take heed what you're hearing and what I'm saying is that there's not a lot. You know, they might be publishing, but they're not necessarily publishing the kingdom of God. And that's another thing, you know, is that Jesus said in Matthew 13:52, and there's the outline I just posted. I shared this with a brother the other night and uh, he's a scribe, glory to God. And um, And Jesus had just finished explaining parables to the disciples. Amen. And he said, uh, "Verse fifty-two, Matthew thirteen. Then said he unto them, Therefore, every scribe which is instructed unto the kingdom of heaven, Amen, unto the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Two or into is unto. Into unto two towards." So, every scribe which is instructed unto the kingdom of heaven is like a man that is a householder which brings forth out of his treasure things new and things old. See that? The word scribe here, it means, it's the word gramateas, grammar. is where we get the word grammar. A clerk, a scribe. You see, these scribes are involved in a lot of details, man. You know, you got a clerk at a courthouse there are so many details in making sure that these filings are correct and and everything's being represented properly, right? So it says here that it's a writer, professionally a scribe or a secretary, right? The role of taking all this information down and processing it is very important. And so I've realized in my life that's what I enjoy doing. I I enjoy uh, breaking this word down and teaching it. And that's another thing that the scribes could have bring this word forth, I mean, because they were always in it. They were looking at it, studying it. We're looking at these words, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and writing these words down, and, and trying to figure out a better way to say something. If there's different words that can be used, et cetera. This happens all the time, right, in my life. And I shared this with another brother, and and, and he bore witness to it right away because he also enjoys documenting and and, and recording, if you will. So anyway, um, uh, so he says that every scribe which is instructed. Okay, the word instructor is the word matateu, which is to be a disciple of one, to follow his precepts and instructions, to make a disciple, to teach, to instruct, amen, a pupil. So every scribe that is instructed as a pupil or disciple, amen, every scribe which is instructed is one that follows the precepts and instructions, amen, That that's getting instructed and taught, all right, that's a pupil, amen unto, to or into, or towards the kingdom of heaven. Faith toward God, right? It's toward the Father, amen? The Father, amen, is like unto a man that is an householder, which brings forth out of his treasure, treasures the word sorrows, which is where we get again, the word Thesaurus. Everybody knows what Thesaurus is. A book of anonyms and synonyms, right? And, and the definitions of those words, and then also the different words that mean the same thing. And so, again, uh, the, a thesaurus is something that's a deposit or wealthy. So, if again, if you think about the book, the thesaurus book, right, anonymous synonyms, there's a deposit that's been made in there and it's it's a wealth and a, a vast knowledge of information, right? And once again, not knowledge that puffeted, as the scripture says, but knowledge that can be used by the Spirit of God, amen, as he breathes on that word, amen. Okay, so so he, he brings forth things things new and things old. So, for example, this principle, I learned about this you know quite a few years ago now. And I bring it up all the time. But it's a treasure that was a, a revelation that was given to me four or five years ago, right? But I'm able to bring it forth, and, and it has life on it. Because, again, that's what they do. That's what these scribes do is they bring forth that word and, and because they've been instructed in the kingdom of heaven. But, again, there's also scribes that are of the world right? And they're only interested in themselves. They're not unto unto heaven, right? And then there's the Babylonian. They say they're unto the Lord, but who's it glorifying? See, Jesus said, my doctrine is not mine. My doctrine is my father's. I got it from my father. All right, so, man. So let's go ahead and and get into the outline. I posted the outline there. And uh, so we're going to get into this. It's talking about the precious from the vile. One thing is needful, Jesus said in Luke chapter 10, verse 38. And let's take a look at that. Luke chapter 10, 38. Amen. Now it came to pass as he went that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his logos. Glory to God. But Martha was cumbered about much serving. And came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister had left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. Alright. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful about and troubled about many things. You see, the world is in that state where everything is a distraction right now, that, that to those that are not fallen after Jesus Christ and taking heed to their spirit. Right? Everything distracts us away from the word that's the design of the cosmos the world system is to bring us away from this word Because the enemy knows that this word gets in our lives glory to God And we begin to see the lordship of jesus christ as peter Said thou art the christ the son of the living god We begin to see this word and what god is trying to accomplish in our lives which bring which which is to bring us Amen jehovah sadek which means the lord of hosts to bring us as an organized structured unified body of Christ. Because, again, as Egypt, the king of Egypt said, if we don't get them on our team, glory to God, they're going to fight against us with another enemy. So, in other words, the enemy does not want us to get unified in the word of God and in the kingdom of God, right? Because, as such, if we do get unified, guess what? When we bind, we're talking about a million people binding the devil, Things get shut down, glory to God, because all of a sudden angels are being dispatched. Amen. And they're assisting the body of Christ. Amen. The scripture says that the angel of the Lord encamps around right about them that fear him and delivers them. The word delivers to equip for fight. Equipped for fight. In other words, he's, the Holy Ghost equips us with the word. We bring forth the word out. Amen. So shall the word of the Lord be that goes forth out of my mouth. Amen. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it will prosper in the name where to send it. So, in other words, That word is being sent out of your heart and your mouth. God needs you to speak the word. He needs you you to come in agreement with this word. He needs you to speak that word. As a a brother brought up the other night is that whatever you say in my ear I'm going to do it. Amen. Well, We need to be putting the right words in our heart and letting our mouth speak the right words. Amen. So, Therefore, again this word going forward, unified Amen. Look at what it's going to accomplish. We're going to be seeing all kinds of of work of the Lord in the earth, amen, miracles, deliverances, glory to God. People begin trained and disciple, amen, and, and going forth, and again, they're going forth and publishing. Great was the company of those that published the word, amen. And I think that scripture's in Deuteronomy chapter 30, or, let me look at it. I, I, I look at this all the time, amen, because it blesses me so much. Verse one, Deuteronomy 32, one. Give ear, O you heavens, and I will speak and hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. Lord God. My doctrine shall drop as the rain, Lord God. My speech shall be still as the dew, as the small rain upon the tender herb, and as the showers upon the grass. Amen. Because I will publish the name of the Lord. Describe ye greatness unto the Lord. You see that? I will publish. I'm going to proclaim. I'm going to cry out. I'm going to bring forth this word. Amen. And there's another scripture that says, The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of those that published it. The Lord gave the word. I want to look that one up, glory to God. The Lord, the Lord gave the word. Amen. Praise God. <clears throat> the Lord gave the word. Man, this thing not. Clear. Okay, hold on. L O R D. Let me do it like this. Amen. The Lord gave the word and great was the company of those that published it. The Lord. Lord gave the word. I think it's in Psalm 68. Amen. Yep. Psalm 68, 11. Glory to God. The Lord gave the word and great was the company of those that published it. And it's interesting because when you look at this passage, Psalm 68, And look at what the, the context of this is, is that, um, verse 11, 16, 11, the Lord gave the word, and great was the company of those that published it, amen, the word publishes to bear news, to bring tidings, to announce it, amen, broadcast it. And in uh, verse 9, it it's uh, it's almost like what he just said in Deuteronomy that I just read here, it says that thou, O God, didst send a plentiful rain. Whereby thou didst confirm thine inheritance when it when it was weary. When I hear the rain and the thunder coming forth as it's been coming forth day after day after day after day for the past week and a half or so. It blesses me because the word says that thou, O God, didst send a plentiful rain. Whereby thou didst confirm thine inheritance when it was weary? Amen. And then it says, Thy congregation dwelt therein, O God, hast, o God, hast thou of thy goodness prepared, O God has prepared of thy goodness for the poor. The Lord gave the word and great was the company of those, those that published it. And then he says, verse 12, kings of armies did flee apace. You See, the demonic activity has to push back. They got to draw back, in other words, because the advance that they had now is being pushed back by the saints of God. Amen? Unitedly. You see, united, we're praying for the same thing. Amen. We're binding corona, we're binding disease, we're binding poverty, we're binding ignorance, we're binding all these uh, enemies, if you will, of 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 the man, of the land, right? As the scripture says, and my son brought this to me the other day, it was so sweet. Second Chronicles 7:14, right? Uh, how's that gonna go? I'm sorry. <laughs> Praise God. Second Chronicles 7, 14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, in other words, repent, and, t- and, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. You see, Jesus said, what's easier to say, be healed or be forgiven? It's the same thing. If you're forgiven, you're healed. And that's why my cry has been Body of Christ, we need to repent. Right? We need to not allow these offenses to get in our way because if they do, there's unforgiveness in your heart. God's not going to hear you. He's not going to forgive you. Therefore, he's not going to heal you. Because it's all about Jesus, amen? All right, now, let's go ahead and... Uh, I, okay, so so we have to separate the precious from the Bible. In Jeremiah 15 18... And one thing we need to understand about what I'm getting ready to talk about is that Jeremiah got offended. And if you've been listening to the broadcast, you know that offenses are going to come, Jesus said, but woe to the one to whom they come. Scandalon and scandalizo all bring out the word scandal. And when we get scandalized, we when we scandal, we scandalize. In other words, you spe- start speaking about the matter. You know what so-and-so did to me, right? And the more valued and esteemed individuals in our lives, the more pain we're going to experience. And it's really, and it's not about the offense. It's about the hurt. How deeply we got hurt. And that's the thing is that we got to guard our hearts. And man, the other day at work, I had an opportunity probably five or six times to start getting into uh, talking about an issue, right? And, And in other words, talking about something that happens. You know, there's stuff that happens at our work all the time. I mean, you talk about demonic activity. Well, in the workplace, it's everywhere. Because, right, you can't tell these people what to do. You can't. Many of them don't even allow you to share the kingdom of God, or the word of God. And I'm thankful that I'm able to do that because we're, you know, of where I work, etc. But again, uh there's a lot of activity, demonic activity there, and there's people that are getting offended all the time. <coughs> so um so again, Jeremiah fifteen eighteen, why is my pain perpetual? And my wound incurable which refuses to be healed without altogether unto me be altogether unto me a liar right and as waters that fail so he's saying God to God are you gonna be a liar to me are you gonna be waters that you know like a like a, if you will like a well that dries up in other words you don't give any life anymore you you're not the life giver man that's a serious complaint Right, serious offense. And therefore, thus saith the Lord, Lord God, this is what the Lord said. If thou return, then will I bring thee again. And thou shalt stand before me, and if thou take forth the precious from the vile, amen, thou shalt be as my mouth. Let them return unto thee, but return thou not unto them. All right. And that's the thing is that people know where to come get prayer, amen. And those that are serving Jesus Christ. So as a result of that, he said to him, you need to separate the precious from the vile. And the precious is Jesus Christ, as we're going to see here in a minute as we get into the Word more. And so if we focus on the vile, right, right all this activity going on right now, all the panic that's going on throughout the nation, throughout the world, if we focus on that, then guess what? You reap what you sow. We need to focus and sow. Amen. In the kingdom of God, and not and what the word of God teaches us, not, not to all this foolishness that uh, that the world is talking about. You know, I mean, yeah, no doubt that this is a dangerous situation, a dangerous time. But there's light in Goshen. Amen. We have the light. We are the light of the world. Amen. We have what the world needs. The Scripture says in Luke chapter one. Let me read that one to you, glory of God. Amen. verse 16 talking about john the baptist verse 15 for he shall be great in the sight of the lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink he's a disciple amen he's a Nazarite, and he shall be filled with the holy ghost even from his mother's womb and many of the children of israel shall he turn to the lord their god see as sons of god and daughters of god that's what we should be doing turning everyone back to the lord amen Stop focusing on what's going on around you. Focus back on the precious. Focus back on the word. Amen. The word is life unto those who find them and help to their flesh. That's what the word says. I believe that. I'm not going to believe the report that the world says is that, you know, walk around uh, and, and panic, be in panic. Right. And the scripture says in verse 17, he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah. And he and turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedience to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. You see, we got to get the people ready. Amen. And that's the, spirit, the the ministry of John the Baptist is always getting the heart ready, keeping the heart soft, amen, and bringing so that when the Messiah does show up Jesus Christ in our lives, we're able to bring forth and hear the word. We hear the word, know the word. And so, again, making making ready a people prepared for the Lord, right? And the scripture says that he came in the spirit and power of Elias. Well, in Malachi 4, 5, Malachi chapter 4, verses 5 and 6. Take a look at that. All right. Behold, I send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to the fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with the curse. What happens when the father's hearts are not turned to the children in the natural? Look at all the struggle that we go through, man, growing up. You know, self-esteem issues, right? No confidence, amen? Little guys, little men, little women, all of them having their issues, right? Because the father wasn't in their lives. He didn't, He wasn't there to bring that seal of significance, amen? And bring them some significance where they realize that that their father loves them, that their mother loves them, amen? But we got broken up situations all over the world. Well, guess what? in the Spirit, before John the Baptist came forth preaching about Jesus Christ and then Jesus Christ coming to do the work that he performed, we were also without a Father in the Spirit. But Jesus came back to give us what we lost in the garden, our Father. So again, it's important that we understand that this precious Jesus Christ, amen, and what we're doing and turning people back to the Father. And, and in doing so, they're going to get trained and discipled in the way of the Lord. The disobedient to the wisdom of the just, you see. We are the just. We are the righteous. We have the words of life. Amen. All right. Now, so that's Jeremiah 15, 18 through 21. Well, let me see here. Let's read 20. And I will make uh, make thee unto this people a fenced brazen wall, and they shall fight against thee, but they shall not prevail against thee. For I am with thee to save thee and to deliver thee, saith the Lord. And I will deliver thee out of the hand of the wicked and I will return thee out of the hand of the terrible, glory to God. See, God God has our back, amen. God and the angels that that, that work with us, amen, because of God's word in our heart and in our mouth, that is the word of faith which we preach. That word, they move on that word, amen. So we don't have to fear, glory to God. I mean, if I die, as I've said many times, I'm gonna die in the Lord. I don't fear death. Why should we? We're gonna be with God. Eternally? Forever? Really? So, First uh, Peter 2, 7. Take a look at that one. This is really sweet, amen, because it really nails down quite a bit about what, what the Word of God teaches us is about Jesus Christ. And I'm going to start with verse 6. Wherefore also it is contained in the Scripture, behold, I lay in Zion, a chief cornerstone, elect precious. And he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Confounded is the word dishonored and disgraced. Put to shame, made ashamed. shamed down to disgraced, to put to blush. Amen. We're not going to be confounded in this hour, glory to God, because if we maintain the precious, which is Jesus Christ, which is the word, the scripture says that, He that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Hallelujah. I believe the word. How about you? And then verse 7. Unto you therefore which believe he is precious. But unto them which be disobedient the stone which the builders disallowed the same is become the head of the corner. And the word disallowed here means to disapprove, to reject, to repudiate. And when you repudiate All right? Look at this one. Definition means if you repudiate something or someone, you show that you strongly disagree with them and you do not want to be connected with them in any way. So again, uh, disallowed. See, unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed the same has become the head of the corner. So those that got... uh, in that place of disapproval, rejected, and repudiated? That's what happens all the time if you're walking in the kingdom of God. Jesus said, if they receive you, they receive me. But those that don't receive you, guess what? They're not receiving Jesus. So he's telling you right here, the ones that be disobedient. And then it says, a stone of stumbling, verse 8, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. That word disobedient in verse 8 and verse 7 are the same Greek word, and we're going to get into it in a minute. All right? Now, John 1, 1, 1 through 4, John 1, 1 through 4, we're talking about the precious, right? The precious is Jesus Christ, amen? This word that we believe in and trust in and rely on confidently, this is the word that we believe is precious because the scripture says in John 1, 1 through 4, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was Zoe, amen, and the Zoe was the foes of men. This word, this precious word of God, the scripture says that Jesus is the word. And that word, the scripture says, is that in him was Zoe, that Jesus is the Zoe of God. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the Zoe. That life of God is what's our revelation, our comprehension, our understanding. The Holy Ghost moves on that word because it's abiding in your heart. It's in that ground, the good ground, amen, 30, 600. And it's bringing forth fruit after the kingdom of God, amen. And the Holy Ghost is able to move on that in our lives so that we can know what Israel ought to do in this season. Amen. Praise God. So the word is precious. The stone which the builders reject, refuse. And by by the way, this comes from Psalm 118, verse 22. Psalm 118, verse 22. Mm. Psalm 118, verse 22. And you know, I talk about this, I mention this quite a bit. We sing that song that says the day This is the day that the Lord has made. But what they don't understand when they're they're singing about that, the day that the, the stone that the builders rejected is the day of the Lord. Because the carnal man cannot receive the things of the Spirit of God. He rejects Jesus Christ. He rejects the foundation, Jesus Christ. He rejects the principles of the Word of God to walk as a disciple. See, we think it's all about ministering, right? Serving, 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 doing, 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 doing. And in lieu of that, it causes us to not have a relationship with the Father. And that's what God desires, right? He wants to be the one that dictates and guides and directs your life through the Spirit. Not you making up your own uh, things to do because you know better, right? It may be good, but is it God? You see, there was a tree, two trees in the garden. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life, Jesus. And he said, God said that in the day that you eat of this tree, you're going to die. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. See, it can be good and not God. And that's what we need to understand here and check and balance here in our spirit. Is it, is the Lord telling me, yea or nay? And that's being led in the spirit, amen? For as many as are led in the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So it says that, verse 23, this is the Lord's doing, it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord hath made, we will rejoice in it. You see? So the stone the builders refused has become the head of the corner. Now, unto you therefore which believe, he is precious. He, it, and the word precious, back to First Peter, it says that a value highest degree esteemed. Amen? And unto them which be disobedient, right? Verse 7. The word disobedient here is the word apithio, all right? And it says not to allow oneself to be persuaded, right? Obstinate, in other words, to refuse or withhold belief. You hold yourself back from trusting and relying confidently in this word and in this Father that we serve. Amen? To refuse belief. And obedience, not to comply with. I'm not going to do that. That's a spirit of rebellion, man. And then, of course, from 545, the Greek word, to disbelieve willfully and perversely. Man, when you're in that state of unbelief, the scripture says that the children of disobedience, the same Greek word here, amen, the God of this world, which has blinded the minds of those that don't believe. And so when you're in disobedience, that's exactly where the enemy wants you. Because when you're not being disobedient, I mean, when you're disobedient to the word of God and the spirit of God, guess what? God cannot bless you. God cannot fulfill his word to your life because you keep disregarding that stone. Mm. And so unto them which be disobedient, disobedient again, not to allow oneself to be persuaded, to refuse or withhold belief, to refuse belief and be to refuse belief and obedience. In the Strong's it says to disbelieve willfully and, 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 and perversely. A stone of stumbling, verse 8. The, the word stumbling again is the word proscoma, A stumbling block to the carnal man. An obstacle in the way in which one's, if one strikes his foot against it, he stumbles or falls. That over which a soul, a carnal, is offended. You see, when you encounter, again, when the kingdom of God comes forth, the word of the Lord comes forth, as the scripture says, he, he taught as one having authority, because there's only authority in the spirit realm. There is no authority in the soul. The only thing that we can do in the soul is intimidate, manipulate. That's not authority. All right? In the spirit. So again, um, the soul man gets offended, right? And when he builds that offense, the first thing you do is start scandalized scandalize. The word offense is the word scandalize or scandalizo. And those two words... Scandalon is to trap, and the Scandalizo again is to scandal. Both of them have to do with speaking about what happened. You know, my husband upset me. You know, you got the people that you talk with, right? And all of a sudden you begin to judge and indict. And as Jesus said, take heed what you hear, with whatever measure you meet, it shall be measured back to you. Again, the principle given it shall be given unto you, right? Same thing here. Is that whatever you're sowing, that's what you're going to be reaping. Bottom line. Now A stone of stumbling, right? So they stumble at the word, amen? It says here that the stub that is an occasion of apostasy. An apostate, apostate, apostate is one that just totally disregards and turns away from the Lord. Again, it's that spirit of disobedience. And the rock of offense, the word offense is the word scandalon, a dropstick, a scandal. You see, they, they stumble at Jesus Christ. The carnal man gets offended with Jesus because he doesn't want to hear the word. He doesn't want to conform his life to Jesus Christ. He doesn't want to be obedient to the word of God in his life. He'd rather be carnal and do it his own way. The marble man, if you will. Everybody's going in that direction. The marble man's by himself going in that direction. Independent. Selfish. Hmm. It says they stumbled at the word. They stumbled. They were disobedient at the word of God. Once again, disobedient, right? To to refuse to, to believe to be willfully disobedient, perversely, amen? And the carnal man is appointed to stumble until he meets Jesus Christ, the precious, until you repent and turn your life back unto the Lord, amen, and receive Jesus Christ, because the scripture says he was made sin for you, amen, that you might receive and inherit the promises of God. And that's what I want in my life for my family, amen, and for my brothers and sisters, Amen. I want them to experience the fullness of what God has in their lives. But the solution is you must attend to the precious. Amen? Praise God. Wow. All right. So the word separates. Hebrews 4.12. I'm just going to cover this real quick. And what God is trying to bring us into is that place of distinction with the word. Amen? Because, again, the word is going to slice right down the middle. The word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the divided asunder, of the soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and of the and thoughts, joints and marrow, and is a discerner of thoughts and intents of the heart. So that word is going to slice right down the middle. Now, <clears throat> the precious, amen, the final destination. So the word unto here, uh, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharpening to his sword, piercing even to the divine asunder. So the word even to, all right, is the word akri akris which means a terminus. And a terminus means a final destination. So when you take the train, glory to God, the terminus is at the last stop. So in other words, unto, what is he trying to take us unto? He's trying to take you to the place where you understand how to move out of your spirit, how to move out of your soul, and when what the difference is and where others are coming from. So when you're involved in the precious, as was, we read in the next verse, verse 13, neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. With is the word prose, to the advantage of we, whom we have to do. So in other words, if you focus, the word to do is the word logos. So if you focus on the word, you stay on the precious, you're going to be able to see up to the spirit and up to the soul just like that. Because you see the word, you see the spirit. The spirit and the word are always going to agree. All right. Now. To the advantage that you have the word is to the advantage that things are naked and open. In other words, plain and revealed. And you see the fig leaves and aprons. You see everything that's trying. Everybody's trying to do to hide themselves. Amen. So the word, the precious thing. And this is what it brings to our lives. Jesus brings the word. Matthew ten thirty four. Amen. Think not that I am come to send peace on the earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. <sighs> I'm going to make a distinction, says the Lord. You're going to see whether you're living after me or you're living for yourself. Mm. So he brought that sword, amen, and it sliced right down the middle. The word separates the light from the darkness, the precious from the vile, amen. All right, so that's. I want to read a couple more here. So choose the word. So Jesus told Mary, Mary chose Jesus, the word. Mary was, Jesus was teaching Mary was receiving from the Lord. Deuteronomy 32, 19 and 20. Look at that. And he told them specifically what to do. Amen. But again, it's all a matter of obedience, right? And and again, hearing under, right? So Deuteronomy 30 verses 19 and 20. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. You want to live? You want your seed to live? Choose life. Choose the word. Choose God. Choose Jesus. Choose the way of the Lord. Amen. That thou mayest love the Lord thy God and that thou mayest obey his voice and that thou mayest cleave unto him. The word cleave here means to cling, to stay close to, amen? To imping, as it says here. Which imping means to make an impression. In other words, you can't get an impression of God if you're not with God, right? He, he won't be able to impress your thoughts and your, and your inward part out of your spirit. You see? Amen. Unto him, for he is thy life and the length of thy days that thou mayest dwell in the land of which the Lord swear unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. And who is the seed of Abraham? Those that are after Christ. Amen. Galatians chapter four. Now, hmm, so in 1 Kings 18, 21, it says, and I'm not going to read it because we're, we're we're past the mark here, but that's okay. Eighteen twenty-one. how long would thou halt, how long wilt thou halt ye between two opinions? You see, the scripture says in James one eight, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. When you're double-minded, that means you're not you. You have aspirations for yourself, and you have aspirations for God, and you can't make a distinction, right, of which one to go with. Which should be your spirit, which is after the Lord, right? You'd rather go after yourself, and many times you keep stumbling, you keep falling, you keep having hard times. In other words, you're frustrated. There's no peace because you're not allowing God to rule in your hearts through one Christ Jesus. So choose the blessing, amen. Choose the Lord, amen. So choose spirit and life. John six sixty three. Jesus said, it is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh doesn't give you anything. It does not profit. These words are numa and they're zoe, And you can only hear them after the spirit. When you're carnal, you can't hear the things of the spirit of God. Neither can you know them because they're spiritually discerned. You've got to have the spirit of God to understand the things of God. To see the mind of Christ. The scripture says in 1 Peter 1, 2, 2, grow thereby, desire the sincere milk of the word. The word word is the word logical which is rational. In other words, God can get on our level and be rational with us, but it's it's definitely a lower form of understanding. In other words, it's very simple. Choose life, in other words. Choose the obvious, <laughs> hallelujah, not the unobvious. You see what's going on out there in the world, right? Don't choose that. So the scripture says in Acts twenty thirty two. That the word of the Lord is, is our inheritance. Let's read that one. That's so sweet. Acts twenty thirty two. Amen. Mm. And now, brethren, I commend you, amen, to God and to the logos of his grace, karis, which is able, powerful, to build you up. And give you an inheritance among them which are sanctified. The word of God is able to build us up and give us an inheritance. The inheritance is that we don't have to put up with sickness and disease and poverty and ignorance, etc. We don't have to deal with that, you see. Because Jesus Christ is the precious, amen. And unto those who believe, he is precious. Amen. We don't have to choose death. I'd rather choose life, the scripture says. Hmm. So Acts twelve twenty four, you want to be successful in your life. You want you want the service that you're bringing forth unto the Lord to be successful. Your ministry, if you will. Scripture says in Acts twelve twenty four, but the word of God grew and multiplied. The word of God is what's going to bring success, not success the way the world portrays it and what they say. Success unto the Father because people's hearts are being turned back to the Lord. People are being trained in the ways of God, the kingdom of God. People are coming into discipleship. They're learning how to serve one another, how to serve God, how to serve the world. They're the kingdom of priests, amen? They're Melek Zedek, Melek King, Zedek, Righteous. Not kings to say that I'm a king's kid. Hmm. Wow. Not kings to say that I'm a king's kid, right? But Kings that rule and dominate in the spirit. Amen. All right. Return unto the word. Jeremiah got offended. He doubted God. He focused on the vile. That's our success is that focus on Jesus, the precious. Amen. Jeremiah had to return to the precious and turn from the vile, which caused disobedience. Return to the place of rest. Return to the place of quiet, quiet and safety. Return to the place of confidence and peace and assurance. And again, the reason you're able to have peace is because you're under the government of the Word, Amen. Governing God's Word is governing out of your life, out of your, your life, out of the Spirit. <clears throat> the scripture says in Proverbs four twenty two, My son, attend unto my words; incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine heart; keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those who find them in health to all their flesh. Glory to God. I believe God's Word. There it is. Jesus said in Matthew John eight thirty one. Amen. John 8, 31. Mm, amen. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. Amen. Then are you my disciples indeed of a truth. You see, in the word, continue, again, is the word meno. Amino means to remain, to stay in a given place, state, relation, or expectancy. So in other words, if you continue, if you stay in that place of, if you stay in a given place of state, relation, or expectancy, Jesus said, then you are, you are my disciples, indeed of a truth. So keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it flow the issues of life. Amen. We must keep that heart solid because if you don't, the offense is going to creep in. The sin is going to creep in. The enemy is going to creep in in your life, and therefore you're going to be offended and you're going to turn away from the Lord. First John, two, four and five. And he said, "He that saith I know him and keeps not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him." If you're not keeping Jesus Christ, the Word of God, the Scripture says you're a liar. You're an offense. You're being a. You're you're stumbling at the stone. But whosoever keeps his word, amen, keeps that word, amen, the logos, keep is the word, uh, you 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 cling to it, you, you, you suppose it, in other words, you, you wish that word, it says, in him barely is the love of God perfected, brought to maturity. Hereby we know that we are in him because we keep that word. So magnify the word, amen. Psalm 138, verse 2, what we're going to close with, amen. Psalm 138, verse 2. Wow. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy love and kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above thy name. And why is the word magnified? As the scripture says, how can we work the works of God? Believe on the one whom God has sent and his name is Jesus Christ, amen. That's the one we need to be glorifying and honoring in our lives. Day in and day out, glory to God, perpetually. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for this precious time in your word, Father God. And I thank you, Lord God, how you wash us with the water of your word, Father. And I thank you, Lord God, for the many hearts that are turning unto you, Father God. And how that they're bringing honor and glory to your words and to your ways, Father. The children of Israel knew your acts, but Moses knew your ways, glory to God. May we come to understand that daily in our lives, Lord God, that you are the living bread. You are the bread of life, amen. We take and we partake of you, Lord Jesus, amen. We live unto you, Lord Jesus, and we bless you, Father. I thank you, Lord, for those that are partaking today and those that will partake in the future. In Jesus' precious name we pray.